welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week's episode is the audio from the Stack Awards 2018, which was held on Monday night this week, so that's Monday the 19th of November at the Queen of Hoxton here in London. We had a totally brilliant time and it's been lovely putting this together, listening back to all the judges giving their thoughts and of course our winners making their acceptance speeches. I mentioned at the beginning of the ceremony that we spent ages coming up with the walk-on music for our winners, uh, but I'm afraid the big speakers totally overwhelmed our little microphone, so I've had to dip the music and cut it, and it sounds a bit weird, but I think it's worth it just so that you don't have to listen to loads of horrible distorted noise um, in your earphones. It's a couple of weeks since we released an episode of the podcast now because we've been totally slammed working on the awards, but I'm very pleased to be back now. And the good news is that we've got some really great conversations lined up over the next few weeks. We also have some very special offers for you too. I am recording this on Black Friday. So if you're one of the people who listens straight away, you can get 25% off all our magazines in the Stack Shop by going to the Stack website and using the code Stack Friday. That's on until midnight tonight, so that's Friday, 23rd November. But if you miss that, you can still get a free magazine when you buy Stack as a Christmas gift this year. We've got some brilliant titles for you to choose from, so just go to stackmagazines.com forward slash Christmas to see all those and pick the one you want by the 18th of December. Okay, that's all from me for now. I hope you're going to enjoy this trip back to the whoops and cheers of the Stack Awards 2018. Good evening and welcome to the fourth annual Stack Awards. So, um, once again, we have got 11 totally beautiful trophies made here, uh, designed by Work the Plank uh, and made by Gavin Coyle. They're totally gorgeous and genuinely a little bit sad to be giving them away. Uh, but if you win them, you'll be so happy, I promise. Um, we're also recording uh, this evening for the podcast. Who listens to the Stat Podcast? Yeah? Why didn't all of you say yes? <laughs> doing? Listen to this, that podcast. Don't listen to it this week because it'll just be this. And so you've heard it already. But listen to it another time. It's really good. Um, just like last year, we spent way too long thinking about the music we play when people walk on to get their trophies. Um, some of it I'm really pleased with. Some of it will take a bit of explaining, but we'll do that as we go along, and you'll, you'll get that. Some of the stuff is totally different uh, this year. Uh, we have our own light-up sign. <laughs> yeah, I haven't told my wife yet that we're going to have a sign in the kitchen, but uh, we're going to 
get our lighter time to get in. We also have our lovely new branding, so uh, thank you to, I haven't seen him here tonight, but I think Mike is here from um, Official Business, so thank you Mike, and thank you Dan, uh, who I have seen, but I haven't said hello to. Um, and we'll also, the, a, a big different thing is that this year we're recording this on Instagram Live, so hello Instagram Live, last year we did it on Facebook Live, that didn't work, so it's... Uh, <laughs> I think this is going to be better. <laughs> Speaking of Instagram, um, I'm going to put the most important information of you in front of you now. Uh, if I can direct your attention to the screen over there. Lucy, could you take, change the slide for us? Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. If you don't have it right so there, uh, our programs have got the, um, all of this stuff in them. Um, please make sure that you are tweeting and Instagramming and doing all of that stuff. And stick hashtag Step Awards 2018 so tomorrow when I'm mega hungover, I can look at my phone and see loads of people having a good time. Thank you. Okay, Lucy, next slide. There we go. It's just like, it's so slick. It's so easy. Uh, okay, so we are going to be handing these trophies out. We're going to be um, putting up one or two commended uh, magazines per category. Then we have the winner. If you are the winner, I need you to come up here as quickly as you can. Give a heartfelt, beautiful speech, which lasts for three minutes. <laughs> no more. Otherwise, this all gets really long. Um, and then you get to go home with your trophy uh, and, like, so, to our first category. The first category, as always, is subscriber's choice. This is the one which is voted, by, vote, voted for by stack subscribers. These are the 12 magazines that we sent out in the last 12 months. Um, and I love the way that with this category, we really get to the heart of like what stack is. Um, so, our first commended magazine is a title that launched just last year. Uh, we sent out their second issue in, what was it, September this year. It is a magazine which is providing totally fresh new perspectives on Eastern Europe. Our first commended title is Kajet. <laughs> We just did that as a joke. That, that wasn't really a mistake. That's commended. So the, it's the winner. <laughs> slick. So slick. Alright. Our second commended title, for which we're not going to have walk on music, <laughs> is a magazine which is kind of the polar opposite of like, you know, this like amazing intellectual magazine looking at the culture of Eastern Europe. So our second commended title uh, actually won Best Use of Photography at these awards last year. We delivered it in July this year, and it's a magazine which is just all about amazing, beautiful dogs and the people they live with. So our second commended title is Four and Sons. Awesome. And so our first winner, our first winner going home with a trophy tonight, is a magazine, it's been delivered by Stack a couple of times over the last 10 years. Um, it, it, we sent it out in January this year. Um, it's a magazine that is just all about happiness. 
in many, many different and weird forms. So published in Barcelona, our first winner this year is Hadith. Sadly, they couldn't be with us. <laughs> okay, I think we've got somebody to pick up all the rest of the trophies that we're giving out tonight. So, sadly, we can't give a trophy out to um, Hadith, so we'll be sending that in the post for them. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a live event. It's, uh, it's, you can't make people come to the event. Okay, so. Huh? Who? Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so for our next category, Student Magazine of the Year. Okay, so all of the commended titles that we show you from now on are going to be in alphabetical order. So the, like basically, if you're commended, it's just like on the same level. It's just we've got to show one of them first, so it's alphabetical order. So, um, to present... <laughs> yeah, it's good. So we have two judges for um, Student uh, Magazine of the Year. We have uh, Angharad Lewis, who is the author of So You Want to Publish a Magazine. And we have Ruth Jamieson, who is the author of Print is Dead, Longer Print. And Ruth is going to tell us who they picked. younger than you go wild on the dance floor to a song that you don't understand, it's a riot of colour that's coming from nowhere and very noisy and raw and energetic, um, balanced with a real kind of editorial uh, confidence that we really liked. Um, it made us both feel like, I love it, what is it? And also, I really want to see the next issue. And the magazine is Aether. magazines is a magazine that is completely itself. It doesn't uh, try to look like anything else. It doesn't copy anything. It's not trying to be its favourite magazine. Um, it's now on its third issue and this is a student magazine. It's on its second editorial team. So obviously people graduate and move on. Um, we think they handle their subject matter thoughtfully and intelligently. It's a great read. It's a beautiful thing to look at and a beautiful thing to hold. And it is Crumble. And finally, the winner of the student category. Uh, this magazine was really just like the whole package, uh, both Anne Harrod and I. This was the magazine that we spent the most time over our month with these magazines. We spent the most time reading this one uh, and looking at it. We totally forgot that it's a student magazine. It stands shoulder to shoulder with any other um, independent magazine on the stands. Um, Heart-stopping photography, uh, amazing kind of how did they get that stories. Um, and art direction that surprises on every page, which is yeah, one of my favorite things in magazine. Um, and it does all of that in not one, but two languages. It is Brasilia. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 
this is surprising. Um, I have no speech, so, and I'm German, so this will be difficult. Um, thank you so much, Stack, for not only giving us this award, or thank you for giving us this, this award, um, but also for three years that we've been with this award and finally getting someone to, something to put in our, I don't know, in our cupboard. Thank you so much and have a nice evening. Alright, there you go. So that, that's, the, that's the sort of commitment we're looking for. So we've entered the awards for three years on the trot and has finally won something. That's what we like to see. Um, okay, this next category is Best Original Fiction. Now this is the category which I like will say I know least about. Like, when it comes to judging, I feel fairly confident with most of it, but with this, like, it, I just get like baffled and intimidated and confused. So we need really, really good judges. So for this one, we have Evie Wilde, uh, who is a multi-award winning novelist. Uh, and Luke Nima, who is the online editor and digital director of Granta, and Luke is going to tell us who they picked. Luke! <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, I think all the stories that Evie and I read for the prize and all the magazines felt like a real discovery. Um, we were introduced to so many energetic literary voices, and uh, we both came away with just a sense of the wealth of the creative energy kind of running through all the magazines. So, you'll see here today. Um, but there were a couple stories in particular that stood out. So in the end, we had two stories we wanted to single out for commendation, and one that takes a prize. So the first commendation goes to a piece of writing, um, which reads like a memoir, I'm not sure if it is, uh, that was incredibly versatile. It touches on depression in the spring, reproduction, psychotherapy, porn, joy division, and Gustave Gobert is raw, honestly written, and astoundingly well translated. So this commendation goes to Isabel Lenz's Spring Awakening, translated from the German by Bradley Schmidt, and featured in Skill Magazine. Um, our second commendation goes to a piece of writing that was totally different in style, but also had a very singular, startling voice. It's a story about a chance encounter between two acquaintances, which develops into a vibrant and deeply resonant piece of fiction. What's outstanding in the story is its sharply written dialogue from the characters who, whose lives were uh, fully imagined and completely real. Uh, that commendation goes to Tell It Like It Is by Sidney Weinberg in The Tangerine. Um, finally, our winning story. This was just a beautiful piece of fiction about a man who spends his days alone working on the telephone poles of a small American county. The author makes of this a portrait of isolation that was deeply human and incredibly moving. It's a story about parenting, about music, want, desire, and coming to terms with past mistakes. The winner is Jill McCorkle for The Lineman in Ecotone. on behalf of my friend, Adelina Phillips, who's the editor of the Ecotone, and unfortunately can't be here, she's in the US, um, but would like to say thank you. And uh, Ecotone is about reimagining place, and also 
listening to voices who are not normally heard. And she said this was a pleasure to work with this, this author and this story. And thank you, everyone, for the opportunity to be part of the awards. And for our staff, for being a great publisher for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, okay, our next uh, category is um, best, sorry, best original non-fiction. Um, our judges for this category were Mike Dang, who is an editor-in-chief of Long Reads, which is uh, a showcase for amazing storytelling online, uh, and Rob Alderson, who's a managing editor of WeTransfer, uh, and they're just doing amazing things with WePresent. If you're not already on the WePresent email, like, it's well worth it for just the stuff that they're doing like, week in, week out. Um, so we have uh, two commendations for this one. Our first commended magazine um, is a, a story uh, of a writer who's tracing her father's gambling addiction. Um, and it really struck me as being completely heartbreaking and really touching. She really gets into like the sadness of, of this child um, and the things that this did to her childhood, but also steps back and looks at like this gambling industry and the, the cynical way that goes about it. So uh, our first commendation uh, goes to Meet Me Tonight in Atlantic City by Jane Wong, which was also published in Ecotone. Ecotone just came along this year as like, yeah, we, we do loads of amazing writing. Do you want to give us some awards? Like, yeah, yeah, we probably will, yeah. Uh, our second commendation is uh, a piece of non-fiction, which I think actually like, it sort of exemplifies what this magazine does really well. It's a surprising and really enlightening story that took me into a whole new world. Um, it was based in tennis but actually the story was much bigger than tennis. It's about illegal gambling and the ways that people tried to push boundaries and it was sort of like a weird kind of detective drama. Um, the second commended story is Loser's Lunch by Ben Rothenberg in Racket Magazine. Okay, so the winner for this category uh, is a piece of non-fiction which again provided this totally fresh perspective on the world, but this time telling really quite a familiar story but from a very different perspective in a new way. It looks at high fashion, but the way that gets turned on its head when you're talking about knockoff fashion in places which are very, very far from here. So um, Mike said of this one, um, it traces the origins of fake designer goods in Nigeria in a way that's so clever, I'm jealous I didn't publish it myself. The story is a brilliant mix of first-person reflection reporting that weaves together divergent cultures to tell a story about globalization that's rarely seen. So for our winner for this category, we have Versace by Alan Gastel in Natal magazine. Magazine. This essay was from an amazing writer called Alan Gastel. It was completely her passion story. She travelled from Lagos to the US to China to back again, and uh, in well over 5,000 words, just told everyone something new. It's really amazing. We're very um, grateful to have it in our magazine. 
some really nice cotton tote bags so you can keep your award nice and clean. <laughs> too many things, too many things to do. If you got an award, come and grab a, a nice cotton tote bag from you later. Uh, okay, our next category is um, best use of illustration. For this category we have two judges, so we have uh, John Cockley who uh, runs the illustration agency Hanson Frank and is literally surrounded by amazing illustration the whole time. And we have Simon Armstrong who is the book buyer for Tate Modern, Tate Britain, Tate Liverpool. Um, basically, if he's not stocking your magazine already tonight, you'll, be, you'll see his face in a minute so you can go and grab him and make sure he stocks your magazine. Uh, Simon, come and tell us about your judge. Hello, hello everybody. The evening just flying by. Um, okay, what myself and John were looking for with best use of illustration was how illustration can be embedded, if you like, in the uh, fabric and form of the magazine. So not sort of decorative stuff, uh, not kind of afterthought things, but something that's really central to um, the heart and soul of the magazine. So. Uh, we looked at loads of things, look, and um, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, subjects like film and sex and sexy films, <laughs> um, philosophy, gender, politics, identity, environment. I mean, it's extraordinary. And um, I'm always staggered by the level of sheer cultural production um, over common sense. Um, in, in a lot of magazines, unbelievable stuff, um, inspirational. Um, it came down to two titles. We, we didn't do two commendations, we just did one because the commendation was so good, if that makes sense. Um, hang on, I've got to say this without mentioning the magazine, haven't I? Right, commendable, when illustration is not the easy and obvious choice for a magazine about gaming. Uh, the designers could have opted for screenshots, retro images, things like that, you know. Uh, but instead they chose to illustrate it in a totally fresh and very clever way. Um, and the title is not just some nostalgia trip, it's an amazing, amazing magazine. And it's really massive as well, it's ridiculous. Uh, and that was a profound waste of time. Um, and the winner for the best use of illustration was, I mean, it was truly outstanding, it, it really is. Variety, quality, and bold use of illustration all the way through, top to bottom. And as I say, it, the illustration is fully embedded in the whole thing, at the heart of the magazine. And it really works. Imagery, striking colour palette, just compels you to read the content. Um, I heard yesterday they just secured their funding for the next issue, so there's much more to come. Um, but we should celebrate what is a truly contemporary magazine addressing mental health and uh, anxiety today, which is particularly obviously relevant to topical right now. Um, so 
this issue as well examines workaholism, which I think is quite good because it's Monday night and we're all drinking. So, um, yeah, fuck work, fuck Brexit, and uh, welcome to Anxie Magazine. <laughs> Uh, we, um, I'm going to take zero credit. I'm, I'm the editor of Banksy. Uh, my partner in crime is Indy Rojas, who's not here today because we all live in San Francisco and not all of us came. Maybe just one of us. Say hi later on. Um, I, uh, you know, from the very beginning of Anxie, we've always placed illustrate. Oh, art is at the centre. We wanted to make a beautiful magazine about mental health, not that ugly shit that you see everywhere else. Because, because I, I think, you know, our stories are pretty confronting often, or pretty complex, and we want the art to be something that reflects it, but also sort of is really part of the DNA. Um, this issue for us was, I, I think, was our, our best work illustratively. Um, the cover from Ori Tor was just stands out on the stand. Um, regulars like Petra Erickson we have. Uh, there's also some great stuff from Hisashi Okawa. Um, but all the way through the book we we want to lift up the voices of illustrators who get ignored for the most part. You know, I think writers get a lot of praise. I love writers. Uh, <laughs> photographers are right up there, but illustrators are kind of often the hard done by ones in magazines. And so uh, I'm really pleased that our commitment to that has been recognised. Thank you, Seth. He flew from San Francisco to be here. He landed this afternoon, he's leaving on Wednesdays. Okay. Our next category is best use of photography. This category uh, was judged for us uh, by uh, Claire Graphic, who is head of exhibitions at the Photographer's Gallery, and Ben Hillwood-Harris, who's the owner of Artworks Bookshop. Uh, ben is going to come up and tell us uh, about what they chose, and Claire was on a train today. Yeah, there we go. Okay, ben and Claire are both going to come and give it away for us. Uh, good evening, good evening. Um, firstly, uh, thanks to Steve uh, for organising this event of the year. And uh, it's, it's just such a great thing, and um, yeah, it means it means so much to see these uh, celebrations and. Uh, uh, nominations of great magazines, and uh, I think we've got some incredible magazines this year. Uh, a very weighty bundle, I have to say. All that coated paper, incredible. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, yeah, so the first one up, recommended. Uh, so we really like this magazine for its exemplary image editing, economic graphic style pared down sophistication and its smaller size which really gives the reader a sense of intimacy with the photography. 
In addition, the printing quality is exceptional, bringing out the tone and detail and even the most challenging image tones and detail. Our first commended magazine is Der Grief, issue 11. impressed by a second choice, uh, the accomplished uses of colour, photography, and uh, dynamic printing creates an impressive uh, collection of graphic images. Uh, the use of paper stock and the printing gave each photo essay an exemplary platform. Um, our second magazine is Justified, issue five. In the magazine uh, we've chosen as winner in the category Best Use of Photography, we love the innovative use of papers, graphics, text and image which gives each feature its own unique and surprising personality. Married to this is an intriguing and ever surprising juxtaposing of artistic, scientific, taxonomic, press, vernacular and online imagery. The range and diversity of photographs selected is impressive, whilst the spare, uncluttered choices create a considered and remarkable publication. We were very struck by its sole reliance on largely pre-existing photographic documents, picked to construct a highly engaging publication. The magazine really stood out for showing photography in new and surprising contexts. The winner of Stack Awards Best Use of Photography 2000. 18 is Archivio, issue 2. Okay, if one of you just walked up with us confidence, I, I don't know what they look like. You can, uh, <laughs> um, and some, somebody from Archivio bought tickets, but they're, they're not here tonight. Uh, thank you very much, you two. Um, okay, our next category is Cover of the Year. Uh, this is the uh, um, the one which we shortlist the greatest number of covers because we want to throw a load of stuff up in front of our judges. Uh, so our judges are Yap Beemans, who's the man behind CoverJunkie.com, uh, and Stephen Heller, who is co-chair of the School of Visual Arts Designer as author and entrepreneur program. And he's just like a writing machine. Steve just like writes books, the, like, the, like 10 a year or something. Um, they, they normally are like, so they've judged this category together for the last four years. They're normally the quickest. They're, they're like sort of take pride in like dispensing this stuff, getting it done. This year was different. This year took quite a long time. So our first commended title really doesn't come across when you see it on the screen because it's massive. It's this huge, great big thing. Uh, it's a, a fashion magazine from New York. Um, the cover this time is a Nick Knight photo in a drop of blood, which is inspired by a Jean Cocteau film. Our first commended magazine was described by Steve Heller as exquisite and form, in form and production, and it is Pan and the Dream. It's like an amazing, amazing thing. Beautiful thing. Okay, our next commended title is a magazine which has done something, I think, like unexpected and interestingly different. Um, so Adel Rodriguez is the illustrator who's become renowned for his caricatures of Donald Trump. Um, and for this cover, the magazine asked Adel to look at his own work and comment on his own work. And so uh, 
there's this like detail that apparently he never draws Trump with eyes because he thinks that like Trump is all about the mouth. And so for this cover, he just provided a load of eyes with the line, made you look. Our second Gurney title is Printed Pages with this amazing And so to our winner, uh, this magazine is one of my personal favorites uh, for the last 12 months. It's a magazine that launched in the last 12 months, uh, but we're uh, awarding its second issue. Um, Steve Heller described this as a magazine that stood out in a happily crowded group of fine covers. The die cut of the eye and the vibrating psychedelic cover colors were perfectly selected for a literally eye-catching design magazine. Our winner is Ion Design. titles. Um, the first one is a magazine publishing its last issue. So the independent magazines often like we get very excited about new things, about things starting, but actually this is an example of a magazine which knows it's finishing, it's coming to an end, and they did it with a really strong flourish. Uh, it's got this ingenious idea that you can like rip the magazine in two down the spine and actually end up with two completely different magazines. So our first commended title from Oslo is a new type of imprint. Our second commended title. This is a magazine that just impressed across the board. They entered quite a lot of categories and they were literally up there in the last two, three in like all of these different categories. So this is one where they didn't quite get there. Um, it was beaten out in, in this category by a really exceptional winner. Uh, our next commended title is Migrant Journal. And so, our winner is a magazine, as I say, this is another one that impressed across lots of categories. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was who said this. It was Will Hudson who said the commissioning and the use of images made it a real standout. It was all-round quality from the covers to the details on the finishing. It's just a magazine that like is really showing where independence can be and what they can be doing. So we've seen them already this evening, but this is with their boundaries issue, it's Anxi. <laughs> Decide to, at the last minute, use your air miles and suddenly uh, <laughs> uh, you, you get recognised. Um, I, I, I think Art Direction, one of the things when we were entering this one, I didn't realise that you could enter Art Direction as a team. Um, I thought it was, you know, the Art Director of the Year. Um, and when, when we said, oh, 
were putting the whole team in, I was so excited uh, because it really is a team effort. Um, Indy Rojas, who founded the magazine but uh, is kind of the, the creative brain behind the visuals and how it all ties together, has, a re has always had a really strong vision of what the magazine's going to be. Um, and she's supported by great designers in Livia Foldes and Alma Avila. Um, and as a team, they work brilliantly together and I'm really proud to work with them. So thank you very much. All right, Editor of the Year. We've got like three categories left. We're nearly done. It's crazy. All right, Editor of the Year. This was judged for us uh, by Tom Edwards, who is Executive Producer of Monocle 24 Radio. He hosts the Stack uh, radio program, which is just full of great magazine people every week. And Christoph Armand, who's the Editor-in-Chief of Zack Magazine. Uh, and Tom is going to come and tell us who they chose. Tom. Uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thanks to Stephen and his brilliant team. Um, always do a great job. And I must say, looking at Editor of the Year, there's a lot of white noise, there's lots of things to be negative about. Um, one thing that I think shone through this was it reminded you what a great editor is, what a great editor can do, why we need them. I know they're recognised from time to time, but um, how often do you want to make sense of the chaos? And a great editor, a great editorial team can help you to to do that. Um, the other thing that's been brilliant just about tonight is how many great launches there are, how many celebrations there are about print, and that's why it's always a pleasure to be involved in this, as it is to sit down with Christoph Arman, who's a bit of a hero of mine. Um, luckily, our views roughly tally, so that was a good thing. Um, we had uh, two real standouts, and we have one uh, commended title and our winner. Um, and I think the commended title possibly might have won in any other year um, and we'll come to perhaps how it just missed out. Um, Christoph spoke about the commended title, he said it was an outstanding project combining the best of design with the most important political story of the decade and I think we both felt that it navigated that path with such skill, um, with such uh, fluency uh, that we wanted to recognise the title. Um, and so commended is the editorial collective of Justinian, Isabel, Damaso, Christopher, and Michaela of Migrant Journal. I know you've already seen that cover, but dark matters, but there was such a lightness of touch. Um, and they kind of, many hands clearly made light of that dark subject matter. Incredibly skillful team performance. Um, but to the winner, uh, there was only one, and I hope that uh, Micro Journal don't feel too hard done by. This was a title that Christoph and I looked at this big stack of magazines we had, how would we possibly make sense of it? How did we choose a winner? It was the, such an incredible selection, but by the end of the discussion, we knew, we just knew there could only be this one. Um, Christoph talked about a, a redefinition of elegance, uh, he talked about a reimagining of the way that fashion magazines should be edited. And throughout this title, um, it was fresh, it was classy, it was surprising. Um, it was emotional and it was again a team at the absolute top of their game. As a winner of the Editor of the Year, uh, it's Sarah Sophia and Heidi of the Skirt Chronicles. Yeah. 
Festival in Hamburg, and by Stephen Greger, who is the editor of Gym Class, uh, a magazine about magazines. Stephen is somewhere here. Good, give us a hey, you go, Stephen. Come on. Tell us who Hello, everybody. The we, there's two highly commended magazines in launch of the year. The first one, and I'll try not to say the name because the response would be bad. But in alphabetical order, the first highly commended launch of the year was described by one judge as a dense and beautiful compilation. I haven't got my glasses on. <laughs> this will definitely be one of the periodicals we're looking forward to seeing more of. And another judge, me, <laughs> said, this magazine delivers proper geeky anorak nostalgia vibes. The winner, of course, is... Oh, commended. <laughs> the winner of the first commendation, <laughs> Arcadio. <laughs> the second highly commended magazine this evening was described by one judge as a complete and carefully crafted magazine. The stories are crisp and insightful. Headlines, intros, and navigation are a friendly invitation for reading. And the magazine manages to surprise. Another judge, me, said, <laughs> the editor of this magazine deserves recognition for what she and her team have achieved editorially, but also professionally. For not being, oh, Independent magazines are often criticised for not being business savvy, but this magazine should be a role model and serve as inspiration for all new magazine makers. The second highly committed magazine is Iron Design. You can read that one, Steve. This is the winning magazine. I'm not going to uh, mess it up. One judge the winning launch of the year magazine as an original and contemporary as having an original and contemporary editorial voice reclaiming a genre for women that has long been more or less a male domain and another judge me said great design is only part of this magazine's charm the editor's brilliance in subverting the genre and providing a truly unique and crucial female focused point of view is what makes this magazine properly relevant as we move forward into 19, 2019 and beyond. <laughs> this magazine is a, an award-worthy sucker punch, brava. Of course, I'm talking about Suspira. Um, 
Well, obviously I also didn't prepare a speech, um, but thank you so much for this award because the horror genre is such an underappreciated genre, especially female voices in it, so the fact that you guys are recognizing it is such a huge step forward, so thank you so much for it. We're down to Magazine of the Year, just one left. But the first time we did this, I left all my thank yous to the end after the awards were been presented, and everyone just left. <laughs> so, you have to stay and hear this bit before we get to the next bit. So, thank you very much to everyone who's been involved with tonight. So, thank you to the judges for like doing this really difficult thing of saying the name of the magazine at the end. That sounds really simple, but I've nearly screwed it up like 10 times tonight. So, round of applause for the judges, please. Carl and everyone who's working with us on stack, like literally you guys are the best and we couldn't do it without you. So for the stack team, thank you. And I have to say, I know, thank you. give me a brief tomorrow. Thank you very much for the communications. So they're the guys who are upstairs. It's really nice that basically all the companies that are sponsoring this, supporting us are people who I can actually recommend because we work with them. So genuinely, Park do a really great job. They support us and lots of independent magazine stuff. They want to work with independents, so if you're looking at making a magazine, you go and talk to them. They're upstairs, um, and they will literally like talk your ear off about paper. Look at them, look at them. Gareth just wants to talk to you about, like, I don't know, perfect binding or something. <laughs> Thank you very much to Newspaper Club. Uh, they have printed the programs for us tonight. Um, I love Newspaper Club. I've used them like, loads of times over the years. They've got this new digital uh, printing thing which we just used, which is really great. And it's well cheap. So if you're making something and you just want to get something out to the world, use Newspaper Club. Very good. And thank you very much to Newsstand. So they send out all of our magazines for us. Park and Newsstand have a little battle in the corner as to who can like, have the biggest group. Uh, they, again, like they really want to work with the independents, they're very flexible. They will literally like do everything for you if you want, and like they'll take money for you and all the rest of it and sell your mags, or you can just use them for fulfillment. Um, yeah, they're really good guys. So thank you to all the sponsors. Please do go and talk to them tonight. That's why they're here, they want to talk to you. Um, so go and like have a beer with them or something. Thank you. And so, literally like an hour later, this is perfect timing. Okay, so, now to Magazine of the Year. This is a category which was judged for us once again by Gail Bishler, who is the design director of the New York Times Magazine, and Jeremy Leslie, who is the founder of Mag Culture, who as I'm sure you all know, Mag Culture is a shop, it's a journal, it's the annual Mod Mag event. Jeremy's gonna come tell us all about the magazine event. Um, so, uh, I guess as, as, as judges in all these categories, we have the easy bit. We just have to look at the magazine, we don't have to do any organising. And uh, presented with, um, I can't remember, was it 12 or 15? 15. <laughs> 15. 
presented with, well, there are 89 entries in this magazine of the year category. Luckily um, for, for, for me and for Gail, Steve and his team whittled them down to 15. But even that was quite a challenge looking through them all. But it was also really, really enjoyable. So, I mean, I get to see an awful lot of magazines. And sometimes you can't give them the attention that you really want to. And sometimes you're certainly not kind of lining them all up and comparing them. And looking at these 15, well, there they are. Um, what, I mean, it's a fantastic kind of um, uh, sign of the liveliness and vitality of the whole independent sector for all sorts of reasons, not least if, you, if they're all different sizes and shapes and different, I mean, they're, they're, they absolutely exude the, the potential difference between different magazines and different types of publications. But we did have to cut them down and narrow them down and, and, and every year, I mean, Gail and I have judged this now for it's four years, isn't it? Uh, and every year you think, oh god, this is really going to be difficult, and then we, you kind of approach it, and you, you're thinking about it, and then, and, and then when it comes to, um, obviously, Gail doesn't get to fly to London, and I don't get to fly to the States, we do it by Skype. Um, actually, it's sort of very quickly in conversation, uh, Steve's there as a referee, but it never gets to that. Uh, as soon as you start talking about it, it kind of whittles itself down. We came down to, well, first four, but then three absolute dead certs and they very quickly crystallised into two really, really excellent commendeds and one really, really true winner. Um, so now I'm going to have to do that trick of to try to talk about commendeds without giving it away. So the first one, alphabetically, um, it was, uh, we were looking at their seventh issue. Um, it was, it's quite a conceptual magazine. It's, it's a very challenging magazine for the team to um, to make and it's quite challenging for the reader but we felt the seventh issue had transcended some of those issues and it felt like they were really being to run with it it was a fascinating um, host city that this particular magazine um, was looking at uh, and it transcended it, it, it made it much more accessible uh, for the reader uh, and also by selecting this particular city they had kind of they selected one where it was easy to confound expectations and um, the design, the energy, the bookish quality that it had is just a fantastic magazine and, and it was well up there. So the first commended uh, goes to Flaneur. The, the second one um, was also one of our commended titles last year. Um, and it, I mean, I, I, I can't really say how close uh, the, the, these three magazines are, um, but, but this one did, you know, came as, a, as, a, as commended. Um, it has a, has a, uh, a very specific um, mission. Uh, it's a limited run of magazines that promises to, to deliver uh, a, a, a retelling of a very important current story in the news uh, every day, every night. Um, it's a beautifully produced magazine. We've, uh, we've already seen it on the screen once or twice. as commended already, and, and, uh, and it's there's some regret that it's always getting commended, but I don't think we should undervalue that still as a great big endorsement for what they do. It's a beautifully produced, really essential magazine. It's Migrant Journal. Uh, uh, 
I should just add, in terms of Flaneur, their, their next issue, they're going to be looking at Type E, and I'm really looking forward to seeing that issue. And the new issue of Migrant Journal, issue five, they're only going to have do six, but the new issue, issue five, is possibly their best issue yet. So, so we've received lots of praise tonight, and I urge you to go and have a look at the fifth uh, edition. Which leaves us with the final magazine of the night. Um, and this was absolutely unanimous and immediate once we kind of started talking about it. There's, um, there's, a, there's a role for magazines to reflect the times they live in. And, uh, um, in a sense, both these magazines that we've already seen do that, but this third magazine, the one that, that, that is the magazine of the year, does it with such wit and humour and elan. It's, um, I, mean, I think uh, Gail put it, um, it's, it's absolutely not her kind of design. It's so different to what she would do, but she nonetheless really enjoys it, as I do. It's about the design, it's about the character, and it just kind of reflects that world in the sense that it is about politics. It's, in, it's encouraging us to to rebel and question what's going on in the world, but it really importantly, it also has a sense of humor to the content and, and, the, uh, and the visuals. The visuals are, are, are crazy. The format, I mentioned all these magazines are different formats. This is a huge broadsheet. Uh, it's a crazy two color design, beautifully made. It has just the right character for its time. It's a really special magazine. I do just want, I, I owe it to Gail to read out one quote in, in verbatim from her. Um, its tone and format are unique and tailored to the topic, and that topic and irreverent design feel just right for now. So I'm delighted to announce that the winner of the Magazine of the Year 2018 at the Stat Awards is Good Trouble. Uh, well, okay, so, so there's, there's uh, obviously there's a whole team of people make the magazine. The two key players, uh, Rod Stanley, who was the editor and founder, the, the, it was originally a website and they've now produced two issues of, of this magazine. Uh, and the art director is Richard Turley, and the two of them have made the amazing magazine. Neither of them are here, no one else is here, so. Um, <laughs> but anyway, congratulations to them, congratulations to everyone. Thanks. Rod Stanley is one of these people who's just sort of like, he's going to be in the country one day and then he's not there the next day. And he's like, people are too cool, too cool for us. <laughs> so, that's it. We're done. Thank you ever so much for coming tonight. The nature of these awards means that we have to have more people who don't get trophies, who do get trophies, but by way of consolation, we've got loads of free booze <laughs> and food. So, this bar is open down here, the bar is open upstairs. Please go have a drink, have some food, talk to each other, and I hope we'll see you here again for next year. Cheers. Okay, that's all from me. I think it's worth saying thanks again to everyone who is involved in the awards. So the sponsors, the stack team, but particularly the editors, publishers and art directors who entered themselves and their magazines into the competition. Running the awards has become the biggest busiest part of our year and it's fantastic to be able to bring so many of these brilliant magazine makers together for one night. As I said before, we've got some really interesting conversations lined up over the coming weeks, so please do follow us to make sure we can deliver our podcasts to you as soon as they're ready. Just search for Stack Magazines wherever you get your podcasts and add us there. 
Thanks very much for listening and we'll be back with another episode next week.